We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you fabulous friends, my sweet, sweet souls, and my spiritual rock climbers. I'm so thrilled and honored to be spending some time with you. I took a big, big break, and I really missed this experience, this conversation, and this connection. So I'm back feeling rested and grateful and better than ever. And I hope you are feeling wonderful and happy and at home within yourself as well. You know, I really believe if we want where we're going to be better than where we've been, or if we want to claim and refine and consider a more empowered, positive, love-based and prosperous future, it's helpful and maybe even vital to consciously consider our past and then set the course for our chosen future. For some people, it seems attracting love or prosperity or having great health happens naturally and easily. This was not the case for me. I had to do a great deal of inner work to change my subconscious patterns, to change my stinking thinking, and to change the course of my life. The good news is, is I did it. And now I want to support you in doing the same. Something I've found that has been really helpful as I journey onward and inward and upward is to take some time to really consider the past chapter or chapters of my life. You know, so often we can get caught up in life and maybe beat ourselves up because we're not where we thought we'd be or where we want to be. We may feel, oh my gosh, there's still so far to go. And often as we live our lives, we're propelled by the content of our subconscious mind or caught up on the wave of mass consciousness or the people we surround ourselves with by the most. And if we're on others' waves or not taking great responsibility for consciously creating our lives, we may end up on a path that's not for our highest good or path that feels really good and right for us. And as again, as we feel there's so much to do, so much further to go, it is so powerful and so helpful to turn around and look at how far we've come. And just like running a marathon, there may be a great distance ahead of us, but to take a moment, to take some time, to turn around, acknowledge yourself, acknowledge the work you've done and how far you've come. I think it's so important, so helpful, so empowering to be our own cheerleader and advocate. Such a wonderful thing to do. You know, it's it's understandable to want others to acknowledge us and let us know we're doing well. You know, it's uh, it seems to be a natural propensity to try to prove to others that we're good or valuable or worthy. But there's something even more powerful about us acknowledging ourselves. So something I like to do on my birthday and on New Year's, though it can really be done at any time, is to take some time to really, really consider where I've been. What has been the theme of this past chapter? What have the primary learnings been? What qualities come to mind as I consider the last chapter or several chapters of my life? 
And then what would I like to claim as an intention, theme, or desired experience moving forward? So I ask my friends this often, what was your theme for this past chapter? What was the theme? What were the primary qualities and experiences of your last year, these last months, this last chapter? Years ago, I had been in um, a car wreck. And it was uh, a very disorienting time for me. It was a really bumpy year. This is maybe five years ago. And I had done this thing that I'm talking about here. It's like I was a gerbil on a wheel. I was running really fast. I thought I was being very productive. I thought I was doing really good work. But I was living more from my mind, my thinking mind, um, and not my heart. I wasn't maybe as grounded as I should have been or as aligned as I could have been. And sometimes when quote unquote bad things happen, it's easy to beat ourselves up. It's easy to um, get down on ourselves or judge ourselves. I certainly spent some time brewing and stewing in that uncomfortable reality. But what I know for sure is that no good comes from that. To beat ourselves up, to um, be angry or have regret or think I've made so many mistakes or even worse, I am a mistake, um, doesn't support us in going the direction that would be for our highest good. Having that pity party is not something that um, is helpful or supportive. It's understandable. But once I realized I was in the bowels of a pity party, I decided to set a different intention. I asked what my soul was trying to learn through the challenges. And it was really just to get grounded, to come back to my heart, to come back to my soul, to get grounded, to um, live from that posture of... um, commitment and reverence for the divine. So often we can want to play for the mirror, perform for the mirror. And um, for me, get caught up in my own importance. I was really trying to get people to reflect back to me that I was doing good work. And then I was meditating and I heard this amazing information drop into my awareness. God said, why do you need all eyes on you? I see you. And I was aware that I was looking for uh, the human reflection, the reflection of the masses, or uh, I wanted a big audience at that time. I was doing some television and I was doing some um, work with some nonprofits and going to prisons and teaching. And I was looking for that bigger audience. And when I heard that, it was really quite revelatory. Why play for the mirror? I could just be dancing in my light and celebrating my connection to the divine living from that more heart-based, reverent posture. And as I pulled my energy back and set different intentions, different themes, chosen different qualities and characteristics for my uh, next chapter, life has certainly smoothed out. The theme for maybe last year for me was something I'd claimed in the year prior, and it was grace and peace and ease. I used to be productive. I used to be ambitious. I used to work really hard. And for a while, it seemed to be effective. It garnered me the results that I wanted. I made some money and I got some attention. But then um, I hit a wall. And I like this saying, God throws pebble stones, bricks, you get a brick wall. I got a big brick wall. And that really um, inspired me to evaluate where I'd been and consider 
where I want to go next. So I think it's really wonderful to kind of, I, I say, take inventory, take inventory. Where have you been? What has been the past theme? And even if you feel you've made mistakes, to really think about what's my soul trying to learn? What are the opportunities? Because I think as long as we're in judgment about it and regret about it, we're still carrying that that energy of judgment and regret in our bodies and our minds. And it will show up. It will continue to show up in our lives. So I was talking to my producer, Remy, before we started the show. And he was saying that 2018 was a little bit bumpy for him. And there were some challenges. But what he learned was that he can put his head down and work really hard to garner um, and glean the gold from the challenges, create the diamonds out of the carbon, I think is so beautiful, such an empowering thing to do. So even with a car wreck, what I judged as something so horrible, I can look back now and see exactly why this happened to get me grounded, to get me back into my heart and to realign me and inspire me to redevote myself to what matters the most. Yeah, a lot of things can matter. What matters the most. And for me, it is my relationship with that something greater, my relationship to God, to love, to the universe. And so my theme for 2019 is to just live in that posture of reverence and presence, alignment and joy. Spending a lot more time with my horses a lot more time creating art and cowboy hats. It's a lot more fun these days. In the past, I should on myself a lot. I should be more productive. I should be of greater service. And it was a conversation I was having recently with a friend of mine. Service does not mean servant. Service does not mean sacrifice. That was a big refinement for me, because I was willing to sacrifice and I was willing to be a servant. And my girlfriend said, you know, you're of service when you're in your joy. You're in service when you're in your peace. I hadn't considered that. That was revelatory. So the qualities for my next chapter became joy and presence connection, and reverence. In years past, I've had themes of um, wanting to cultivate greater prosperity with grace and ease. I had a great work ethic. I worked really, really hard as a young person and proved to myself I could do it. And I did it. But then I realized I don't want to have to continue on in this vein, in this um, groove, because I was going to burn myself out. And I think we can all claim what it is we want. We can claim easier prosperity. We can claim greater happiness or peace. If we don't think we can, then we, then we keep our own self stuck. So I think, again, it's really important to consider where we've been and then consider where we want to go. Consider the blessings in the challenges. Consider the learnings in the pain 
And then um, I think, again, to be our own cheerleader and advocate, to be proud of ourselves rather than in judgment. Pretend, you know, you're talking to a very good friend that you adore unconditionally. And while mistakes perhaps have been made, quote unquote mistakes, I think there's always learning available in our mistakes. We didn't leave heaven to come to heaven. We didn't come to planet earth to be perfect. We came to learn the lessons of love, of compassion. And I think that really needs to start within ourselves. And as we do cultivate the qualities of patience and love and compassion form within ourselves, we show up as a more patient, compassionate and loving energy in the world. And that is how we change the world from the inside out. That is how we become the change that we want to see in the world. So I think this is all really important stuff. Some other things that I love to do when I'm taking inventory is to consider what are some of the high points? What are some of the celebrations? What are some of the wonderful, wonderful things that have happened in this past chapter, this past year? to really acknowledge and appreciate the things that were good and wonderful. You know, I think we move in the direction of our thoughts and the more we consider, consciously consider and claim our gratitude, the better our lives will work. The more we open the floodgates to blessings, the more we start to naturally become a magnet to attract and receive goodness and grace in our lives. I uh, tried this experiment the other day, and I would recommend it highly, is just to um, spend a day in conscious gratitude. I did it on Thursday. I called it Thank You Thursday. Um, of course, we can do it at any time, though. To wake up, to set that intention for the day, to be in gratitude, and to look for things that you are grateful for. Thank you for the sun shining. Thank you for this hot cup of coffee. Thank you for this vehicle that I'm driving that starts um, starts right up. And thank you for the music that's playing on the radio. Um, thank you that somebody uh, let me in in traffic, you know. And the more I really focused on it, the more there was to be grateful for. It was really a blissed out blessed day. My husband came home from work and he's like, why are you in such a good mood? <laughs> Did anything in particular happen? I said, no, I just really experimented with living in gratitude today. You know, there's a, um, I think it was Mother Teresa that said, if there was one prayer and it was of gratitude, it would be enough. And I like the saying, pray without ceasing. So I spent this whole day, I guess, essentially in this prayer of gratitude. And boy, it was a good day. <laughs> I am inspired to do this more and more often. And I would recommend it to you as a an experiment. It really can create the space for attracting divine support. And I think synchronicity and beauty and joy and prosperity and miracles. So why don't you try a thank you Thursday? And, and I would love to hear from you. If you do this experiment, what comes forward for you? So, um, Another thing to consider as we look backwards with the intention to course correct and move forward is, is there anyone, anything you need to consider forgiving, surrendering judgment about or energetically letting off the hook to free yourself up for more grace, ease and joy? 
And if so, um, I really invite you to be in touch with me. I have a really, I think what I would call a very powerful guided meditation about deep forgiveness of others and self. And I would like to give that to anybody that feels like they could benefit from that. Because the truest truth is no matter what anybody has done to us, they have been our teacher. And some of our quote unquote greatest teachers are the ones that come disguised as, um, I guess, maybe the protagonist, the antagonist in our story. And uh, I know for sure that's true for me. When I look back at this car wreck and the way this guy came after me or my ex-fiance and how he was so quote unquote awful to me, they were some of my greatest teachers. Not that I want to give them high praise or bring them gifts or, you know, write a thank you letter. Um, On the deepest level, my soul knows there was great learning here. And to forgive them really created the space for me to forgive myself and actually come closer to my own soul and to source. And I think eventually you get to the point with the process of forgiveness that we realize there's nothing to forgive. They were teachers. This happened for our highest good. And that's when we really become free. We're really liberated energetically to live that life of alignment and more heaven on earth and more divine support. And our lives can become more like a cosmic love affair instead of a burden. Our lives become a blessing and a joy rather than um, just this heavy survival hell on earth experience. And I've tried it both ways. And for me, for sure, forgiveness, gratitude, taking conscious inventory, setting intentions, cultivating this life of heaven on earth, grace, ease, joy, natural prosperity. Oh my gosh, I can't recommend it enough. So if there's anything I'm saying that resonates, if there's anything that I'm doing that's supporting you, that, I mean, that is the greatest gift of all, the greatest gift of all. And so again, yeah, if I can support you in any way, please, please, please let me know and email me and I will send you this guided meditation of forgiveness and freedom, deep forgiveness and freedom. So, um, And of course, I talk about this a lot, having that conversation with that something greater. I know for years I was really, really, really mad at God because my life was so rotten and I thought if he loved me, it wouldn't be so horrible. Um, I know now that I was creating my own reality, my subconscious beliefs and my not taking responsibility for my intentions was what was creating this dynamic And this discomfort that was my life. And so for a long time, I just ignored God. I I guess I would have considered myself agnostic. Um, But I opened my mind to the possibility of a conversation because things got so rotten. And as we've continued the conversation and as the teachers have shown up and as the lessons have um, revealed themselves and the taking responsibility has started to happen, my relationship with that something greater has become more of a, a best friend rather than contentious enemy. So I'm hoping that you are in um, friendship and wonderful relationship with that something greater as well. Um, You know, Neil Donald Walsh wrote a series of books, Conversations with God. And I found it interesting that he wasn't unique in his ability to have those conversations with that something greater. We can all do it. We can all do it. 
You know, if you're breathing, God's in you. If your heart is beating, you are animated by that force. That is the universe. That is love. But again, we didn't leave heaven to come to heaven. We left heaven to have experiences, a wide variety, a big range of experiences. And then when we do go back to heaven, we are very grateful. It's sort of like being able to sleep when you're tired or eat when you're hungry. Sometimes we experience the opposite in order to truly be grateful for what it is that we want. So um, I feel at this point I've thinned the veils and I'm living more heaven on earth days than ever. You know, in the past I would have a few good days, some bad days. Um, and I would say it was sort of like, um, I may have talked about this before, but a string of dirt clods in my life was pretty rotten and it felt like a string of dirt clods, but occasionally I'd have a good day. And, um, now that I've done more of the inner work is I'm taking greater responsibilities. I consider inventory and I set intentions and I live more in that place of consistent gratitude. I say my life has become like a string of pearls. For a while it was 50-50, but now it's very rare that I have a dirt clawed day. And what I found is if it's a dirt clawed day, be kind to yourself, be gentle with yourself. Last Friday I was uh, going on a date night with my husband and he was just in a mood. And he was just like, I'm just so grouchy. I'm just so angry and I don't know why. I mean, a lot of little things happened today that weren't great, but there was no real reason for it. And I said, oh, you're having a dirt clawed day. And he loved that analogy. And I said, well, what I found is the best thing to do on dirt clawed days is to be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Think of things you can do to acknowledge yourself. And for me, um, give myself permission to rest and unplug. It's not the time to beat yourself up. It's time to really be kind, be gentle with yourself. I said, your gas tank is empty. We need to figure out how to Fill up your gas tank. We each need to know for ourselves what that looks like. And so I gave him a massage. You got 10 hours of sleep. And boy, he felt much better the next day. <laughs> He's like, okay, we're back to a pearl day. This is very helpful. So I think, again, just to really be kind to yourself. Maybe look at where you've been. Look even at the mistakes and things that you've done wrong as learning opportunities. And how can you be um, kinder to yourself? How can you be your own cheerleader? How can you um, be your advocate and see the best in you? And um, consider what you're grateful for about your life, about yourself. What qualities do you love about you? Your intelligence, your creativity, your mind, your heart, all of us have incredible gifts, innate, wonderful gifts. And to be able to acknowledge them for and within ourselves is how we start to attract people that see the best in us because we attract people that treat us like we treat ourselves. That's how we live from the inside out. So I hope you are treating yourself with kindness and gentleness and peace. I hope you're living a more reverent life than ever before. And I hope you're considering your past chapter and setting your intentions for your future chapter. And again, if I... Um, can support you in any way, that would be my honor, privilege, pleasure, and purpose. And if you want my guided meditation, deep forgiveness, 
please be in touch with me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com. And I will send that right over to you. And um, additionally, if you want to get my free ebook on my website, TammyBPhD.com, I have a book there that's about removing the blocks and barriers to living your best life so that you can live a life of greater joy, ease, grace, peace, prosperity, and great love. You are worthy of that. You deserve that. And as you clear those subconscious blocks and settle into the center of yourself, you will start to naturally attract and receive more of what you deserve and desire in your life. Because in truth, you are the child in whom God is well-pleased. You're precious, you're priceless, you're perfect in your imperfection. You are immensely loved and adored and so appreciated. I appreciate you intensely and immensely. Thank you for being part of the energy that is Empower Radio and Journey to Center. And I would love, love, love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? How are you feeling? What was your last chapter like? What are your intentions for your next chapter? And may you move forward with the wind at your back and joy in your heart, living a life of greater grace, ease, peace, prosperity, and great love. You are my heart, my thoughts, my meditations, and my prayers. Take good, gentle care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now.